Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is part two of Mega Man X. All right, welcome to part two of our podcast series on Mega Man X. Last week we discussed all of the various gameplay options, power-ups, weapon upgrades. All of it. Nick gushed and gushed about how much he loves that dash. I like the dash. And um, we gave you some of our personal experiences with this game. But this week we are going to jump straight into our level by level. In most games, we'll start with a level one and we'll work our way till the end. Oh, yeah. But this game, like every other Mega Man, you choose what path you take. The choice is yours and yours alone. Except in the very beginning. Oh. You do have an intro level. Yeah. That starts you out and teaches you how this game is going to work. Yeah. And it's a really good introduction level. It, it is. You're, it's like you're on the highway. It's like kind a, of dark out, right? It's in a kind of abandoned, broken down highway. Right, yeah. There's like <laughs> burning vehicles coming at you and stuff. Like mm-hmm. it's a neat, uh, uh, neat little level. It is. And in it, you're just going to be dealing with a lot of your very classic Mega Man enemies. Yeah, to start off with two. And, and you'll get to those big bee copters after a while. Yeah, that's your first like taste of a mini boss or giant enemy. And yeah. They're not too bad. They just have a machine gun on the front, shoots at you a whole bunch. Yeah, I mean, this level's really about, uh, you know, there's quite a few pits, but the way they're lined with these platforms, kind of, it's like, it's a really good, like, getting used to your wall uh, slide slash jump thing, Mm -hmm. saving yourself from pit deaths, which is a skill you'll want uh, for the whole game. Definitely. And as you said, this is more just an introduction to how to control X. Yeah. And at the end of the level, you'll see, like, a giant helicarrier-type dropship thing come in. Yeah, yeah. And it will start shooting out uh, how many cars? I'm not sure, like five or six or yeah. something like that. These weird little cars that the guys in them, they're kind of like Shriner cars. Yeah, they're weird because you can like blow off the top of them and they keep rolling on the mm-hmm. bottom. You can jump on top. Uh, they're, they're kind of fun to just destroy, but they're not very tough. No, but what is tough is the gate opens and out of it drops uh, your first little boss fight. Yeah, you see uh, Vile, who we mentioned before, who looks like a purplish Bubba Fett with a shoulder cannon, mm-hmm. and he's in uh, one of our also aforementioned mechs that you can ride in. Now, try as you might, you cannot defeat Vile in this first encounter. No, this is a, a scripted loss for poor Mega Man X. Yes, you are defeated, you are grabbed by Vile, and on your last breath, about to be destroyed. But luckily, your right-hand man, Mr. Zero, rolls into the frame. Yeah, he um, awesomely swoops in like a a really cool red ninja and just cuts the arm off of the mech that's holding you, freeing you from Vile's grip. Very reminiscent of uh, another Mega Man ally. Yeah. uh, Proto Man. Clearly the Proto Man of this one. I mean, that's what I got right away when I, you know, first time I saw him. I was like, okay, he's He's, the guy I wish I was. He's red. (laughs) Uh, He has a ponytail instead of a scarf. Right, right. But pretty much the same... Mysterious, badass attitude. Yeah, hardcore. Devil may care. He's like the James Dean of this, uh, you know, Mega Man world. Indeed. But once you have uh, finished this first intro level and been saved, then you are treated to the classic 
Mega Man screen. The eight different bosses and their stages laid out, Mm -hmm. ready for you to choose which one you want to go to. Yeah, and uh, there's a cool little feature I like where, you know, one of the corners you can set it so that, you know, in the center of all of these, you'll see like a preview kind of of what the level looks like, but you can also set it to the map. And there's a little map of, I guess, Mega City or whatever, and each level has a little point on it. I kind of liked it. Maps are cool. It adds nothing to the game. So, Nick, now every Mega Man has what people consider the correct order to go in. Yeah, yeah. But this one, I think, has a little more contention than others. Yeah, I mean, I okay, when I went through this game this time, I thought I remembered the... I was like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, of course I know the order. And Uh then partway through the middle, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to try and figure it out without looking. So I went through a weird cycle here. Well, I think for most people, the common wisdom is chill penguin. I think so. That's the starting stage. No other reason than you get the dash. Exactly. But he's also one of the easier bosses. So Mm -hmm. that's where I started. That's one I did remember. I've always, he's always been the first one for me. For some reason, my son likes to start at Storm Eagle. Well, you know, I could see that. I thought about this as well, because if you get the, he he gets you the head. Mm -hmm. And if you can get the head and the boots, then you can get the gun a lot earlier. That's why. And also the Storm Eagle is fairly weak to your normal gun as well. Yeah, he's not that tough of a boss, but although he would be without the dash, man. I think I don't know. I, credit to uh, to your, your boy for if he did it without the dash, because I think that might be a little tougher. But it was, and um, when he fought him again a second time, he did remark at how much easier it is with the dash. I feel like because I, I thought about it too, just because you know the kind of default or Nintendo power order that mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure where I got it from ends with Flame Mammoth being the final boss, right? And that's where you get the gun, the X-Buster upgrade, and it's like you get that at the very light. You know, that kind of sucks. You want it earlier, right? Yeah, you want to be able to use it in those harder spots. So I could see that kind of, you know, being the goal for getting that ASAP just to be able to play with your guns more. Definitely. So then let's start with what most people would consider the starting point, and that would be Chill Penguin Stage. Chill Penguin Stage himself. Uh, as you can imagine, this is a snowy level. Uh, you start off outdoors, uh some rocky snowy area yeah now one thing i really like about the levels in this game is they do a great job of showing you traverse many types of terrain and areas in one level yeah for sure yeah and i mean it's not even just there's not like a lot of just flat land either you know it's like you at least getting some inclines ups and downs some mild jumps here and the first half of this level is you going up to and then entering this cave complex yeah yeah and uh you get down inside there you'll see a bunch of those uh spiked wheel guys jump over them shoot them yeah but most importantly down here is your first capsule yes where you will get the leg capsule and it is not hidden it is not out of the way it is just directly in your path through the level it's right there it's barely even halfway through the level i think like nope it's very easy to get definitely and once you have that dash well, you leave the caves, and you're back outside. And this is where you encounter perhaps your first taste of that mech suit. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun, although watch out for falling in pits. Yes. Um, you can jump out of it any time by pressing up and jump. So, Although I do that on accident semi-frequently as well, but yeah, live and learn. And at the very end of this area, you have to jump out because you're now at the boss door, and it's too small for that mech to go through. Yeah, now this is also the area, too. There's kind of a split path where you can jump out of the mech and get up on top of... Uh, there's a ledge up there. There's a heart, and there are these little... They look like a hangar or a building. You can punch them with the mech, and they'll blow up, right? On, 
right after you get the mech. Is that yeah, what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. The path splits in such a way that you can't get a mech up there. You can jump out of the mech and get up there, but mm-hmm. there's not much to do. If you come back later with the fire wave, you can blow that up, and there's a heart tank in there. Right, because the fire wave can, um, we didn't mention, it's stronger than normal weapons, and it will blow up terrain that only the mech could previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's where, this one I had to come back and get, so obviously you can't do it if it's your first guy, so. There's a few places in the uh, water level, I think, that, that, well, we'll get to it there. But at the end of this area, you do have Chill Penguin himself. And, uh, you know, just like all the other Mega Man games, you do go through that classic two-door chamber. Anti-chamber. Gives you, like, the moment you need to get your wits about you and, uh, you know, switch to the weapon you want to go in with. And, um, yeah, Chill Penguin is a big robotic penguin, as you may have guessed. Uh, His room's a little unique because he has this kind of hook loop thing on the top center. Right. That he'll jump up and hang on, and sometimes, you know, you'll see snowflakes coming down, like wind is blowing different directions. That moves you a bit. Yeah. Um, he makes little, uh, he has like ice breath, he makes these little ice clones of himself, he'll, you can shoot them, he'll break through them, he does like a penguin belly flop dive yeah, at you. and that's his main, like, d- damage attack, that will hurt you the most. So this guy's pretty easy, even with the Mega Buster, like, oh yeah, obviously just... he's weak against the fire wave, but if you just stay on the walls and just shoot him when he jumps... Or he gets charge on that shot. hook. Yeah, yeah, full charge X-Buster. You'll take him down relatively quickly. I stay off the floor almost entirely when fighting him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean there's no reason to be down there. He doesn't do anything that's going to hit the walls until he jumps up onto his hook, and then you can shoot him. And yeah, and that's he'll, it. he'll, he'll fall back down. Yeah, so, yeah. So that is probably, you know, between the dash and the ease of this boss, that's why you probably want to hit this first. Agreed. And, of course, like we said, when you have defeated him, you do receive your new ice weapon. Oh, the shotgun ice. The shotgun ice. And you can take that on to the next level. And what's next, Nick? Um, well, I went to the Spark Mandrill stage. Spark Mandrill. Actually, that's a lie. That's, um, that's the best one to go to next, I think. But I went to, when I actually played, I went to Flame Mammoth. Because I just assumed, I was like, oh yeah, he'll be weak against the ice. First mistake. My first mismemory. All right, well then let's go through a Flame Mammoth level. Let's, <laughs> right. let's mix it up a bit. Yeah, now... Um, this so, is not like a volcano. No, no. And it's not um, some generic fire place. <laughs> no, you're in like an industrial like uh, incinerator. That's what I imagine. Yeah, or know. like a steel refinery, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You can see some like magma at the bottom, but there's a lot of conveyors and like broken down robot pieces falling. It's yeah. pretty cool. And one of the cool things is right at the beginning of the level, you're going through, uh, you're stuck on these conveyor belts. And like you said, there's junk dropped around you. It just gives you like a feel... There's more stuff going on in these levels. Now, um, if you have already beaten Chill Penguin, this level will be different, and it will not have it. All the fire will be gone, and you will be able to walk on it. You can dash down there. I think that's where you get a heart tank as well at some point. Um, okay. I know uh, eventually throughout this point, you'll get, uh, throughout this level, you get to a point where there are those little, like, I call them minor bots, where they're throwing those pickaxes. Yeah. And right around there, right before it, is possibly the hardest jump in the game to... You have to have the leg upgrade and the head upgrade in order to make this pixel-perfect jump to burrow your way up this little shaft to get to the X-Buster upgrade. Yeah, it is really, really obnoxious. I mean... There there is literally just one little point you have to hit with your head. I mean, at least you're not worried about dying, but it's just really just repetitive, and you're just like, all right, I just got to hunker down here and do it till I get it. You are going to be spending between 30 seconds to three minutes There's some just cur- at the spot. <laughs> and plenty of cursing. But 
it is well worth it because you want that upgrade. You want to be able to really max out and use the defensive powers of all of the new upgrades you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's also a sub-tank just to uh, just beyond this one, too. But Yeah, and it's in this uh, area that's just lined with the lava at the bottom and lots of jumping platforms at the top. Yeah, you circle back a bit to the left and burrow through it into the wall. Again, that's assuming you have the head upgrade as well, which I did not when I came here, stupidly. Right. And uh, <laughs> battle your way through this level, and uh, eventually you will get to the big boy himself, the Flame Mammoth. One thing I did like about the latter part of this level, and uh, pun intended, is that it's very reminiscent of early Mega Man's. You have a lot of these uh, pipe-like things you're walking on, and it serves as barriers with the ladders in between them. Yeah, it totally does, man. I know it's just a nice about. little throwback to the very earliest of Mega Man designs. It, yes, good call. And then at the very end, of course, you've got your double doors, and through them, who do we find? The Flame Mammoth. Now, Flame Mammoth is quite a large sprite. Yeah, he's uh, one of the biggest ones I think I've seen as at least in a Mega Man boss by this point. Oh, yeah, and he is really cool. He has a fully articulated trunk that, you know, swings around. Yeah, he does. Uh, he, there's a conveyor floor. He can, uh, and if you ever hear him trumpet his, you know, trunk, then it switches the directions from left to right or vice versa. Correct. Now, you definitely want to spend some time on the walls with this guy as well. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a big room, too. It's bigger than one screen. So yes. you'll be moving back and forth, and he does a big kind of jump slash stomp that'll shake the ground. So you want to watch out for that. I think that'll knock you off the wall. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, yeah, no, he does also shoot that goop, that, like, grease or whatever that'll, like, catch you, and you'll be stuck in a spot for a second. And, of course, flames. Mm-hmm. But really, he's not that tough, even with the X-Buster, which is what I used because the shotgun ice doesn't do very much to him at all. So I was very right. brokenhearted to discover that. And that's when I remembered. I was like, oh, no, he's the tornado dude. You want this, the storm tornado against uh, this uh, against the flame mammoth. Yes, yes, you do. Now, if you do have that, it's very awesome because not only is he weak against it, it hits him a couple times in a row. So, and his sprite's so big that you can just like pop one off and let it do the dirty work while you're dodging stuff. Like, yeah, that is the the nice thing of the storm tornado is that once you've shot it out, you can kind of go off and do your own thing since it is such a big attack. Yeah, yeah. Let the weapon do the work. Well, Nick, you got yourself the flame upgrade. Mm-hmm. What did you go to next? Well, now that's when I remembered. I was like, no, no, no. You go to Spark Mandrel second. So I went back there to what you know I intended to be the second level. All right. Well, you did Spark Mandrel next. And right off the bat, you're in a pretty vast area. And when I said that last level was reminiscent of the early Mega Mans, now this one really is. Yeah, you're you're in like a in, indoor power planting area. I don't know. The, it the... almost looks like a technological cave. Yeah, with yeah. these stalactite you know, things hanging down that are all machined. Right, and it's got these, like, glass-looking floors with sparks moving along them. Obviously, they will shock you, so jump over them. Yes. And here you'll see those. This is the first time I remember seeing those big blue mechs or robot things that shoot either missiles or they'll, like, crouch down and shoot sparks along the floor. They are really cool. Yeah, they're pretty, uh, pretty deadly. But, um... Right away here, there's a bit of split paths in the ladder area, and you can get there. There is a sub-tank here, but it, you need the boomerang cutter to get it. Yeah, it's the only way to reach it. Unfortunately, it is. Now, on the plus side, if you are coming back to the level to get it, it's right there in the beginning, so you don't have to go very far yeah. to, to get it out of your way. That was very kind of them. And then right after that, you are treated to, well, treated, you know, <laughs> to use the term lightly, to a, uh, a new mechanic, and that is uh, the lights going out. Yeah, but unlike uh, previous experiences where there would just be, like, a fire guy to light it up that you would kill, now you have these weird, like, light bird bots that yeah. come shooting at you. 
and uh, they leave like a beam of light behind them. And I mean, they're very carefully placed to where they're always like in these jumps, like they will blast right into you and you're, you know, going over a, an invisible pit or something. Like, they're pretty obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, I never died here, but I almost did quite a bit. So, right. There's a certain rhythm where it's like just every time you jump, just keep shooting. And then like as soon as they appear, you can usually gun them down. But I kept forgetting. Well, I mean, that's my, that's my uh, MO in Mega Man in general. Just always <laughs> keep shooting. Yeah. Yeah. Free bullets. But right after this area, you are treated to a mini boss and an interesting one at that. Yeah, this big blue slime thing. Robot. Well, it's a ball of slime, but inside the slime is like a robotic starfish type thing, yeah. maybe a squid. <laughs> I don't know. Something's in there that's running the show. Yeah, and it moves around in a weird pattern. Yeah, it'll, you know, and it dumps like these blobs out that can catch you on the floor, and then sometimes it'll shoot lightning bolts. Yes. It is actually a little rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've died at this boss, I will not lie. Or mini-boss, I should say. I'm trying to remember. There's, I think, if you beat... Is it Storm Eagle? There's another boss. If you beat it first and you come here, it can't do the lightning. Okay. Or something. I, I didn't know about it till afterwards, and I was like, oh, weird. But when I was fighting it, I just used my standard X-Buster and just stayed on the wall. walls. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to get stuck in its goo. He's doable. He can do some serious damage, but uh, so can you, Mega Man X. Yes, and when you make it through, well, you only have a little bit more of this level to go. Just kidding. <laughs> you have a lot of this level to go. You'll see more of those mechs, I believe. And Yeah, uh, definitely a lot of mechs through this back area. I know that towards the end, there is a point where there is another uh, heart tank here. And do you have to have that super jump for that? You do need the dash. Yeah. Um, or you can get it, or I didn't think about this till afterwards, Like, because this one I very vividly remember like spending a long time, like, you know, because it's up in this corner on a little ledge. And if you're on the wall and you do like a perfect dash jump out, you can just barely get grab back. onto that that platform and use it to pull yourself up. But or you can just get the boomerang and come here. I didn't think about that, but I spent a lot of time earning that heart tank. So I'm proud of myself. Good for you. Now, at the very back half of this level, you're going to deal with another area of light and dark. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. More of those pits. But as you said, those pits are pretty well telegraphed. So you yeah. don't need it's not you're never in danger of not knowing where you where to go from the darkness. And the the wall climb thing that you have takes a lot of the bite out of a lot of pits because you still have a chance to just grab that and keep jumping back up. Yeah, there have been many times that I have uh caught on at the very <laughs> bottom of the screen and managed to get myself back into safety. It makes you feel cool, man. Now at the end you've got those classic double doors and then through them, Mr. Spark Mandrill himself. And Nick, what is a mandrill? No, they're like a, an ape, right? Yeah, apparently, according to this thing, yeah. Yeah, well, no, they, they're like a baboon-looking ape or something, right? Okay. Like, that's what I had always... I mean, I've heard the word before, but I... You know, it's not on my radar of uh, rare primates. <laughs> I so, never thought about it, but... I definitely see the baboon influence here. Now, this is another very large uh, enemy sprite. Yeah, he has a cool, like, the lights go out for a second, and you see parts of him glowing, like lights... Mm -hmm. in the dark then they come on and he falls down and he's pretty ferocious looking actually yeah he is really cool and has that classic ape top heaviness to him yeah yeah big arms you know and he can shoot uh you know he shoots electricity obviously that will move along floors and such and, and he also is going to use those big arms yeah he has a really strong punch like rushing punch attack that will do uh tons of damage yeah like, avoid that at all costs especially in the early on when you probably don't have a lot of heart tanks yet. So. Or that thing that gives you half the damage. Yeah, yeah. However, 
If you have the shotgun ice, this guy is possibly the easiest boss. Well, because he doesn't just move around on the floor. Right, right. He also jumps and hangs from the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. And the shotgun ice, as we mentioned, you don't have to really aim it because once it hits that other wall, it then spreads out. Yeah, and as soon as you hit him, he will turn blue and like freeze and fall to the ground. Yeah, and if he's hanging from the ceiling, you definitely don't need to aim it. Just shoot it at the <laughs> wall. It will hit him, and he will freeze and fall. And then you can just start this almost stun-locked where it's like as soon as he reforms, he'll start to run at you, and you can just shoot him again and again and again. And I don't know, six to eight times later, he's dead. Yeah, if you have that ice gun, this guy is just no trouble at all. I, could, I think he would be really tough otherwise. Definitely, <laughs> like, definitely. He's throwing a lot of stuff at you, and he just moves around that map or that screen a, yeah. a lot. Yes. Well, once you've defeated him, you do receive that spark gun. I never, I can't remember the official names of any of these. I think it's electric spark. That's what I wrote. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, electric spark, that slow-moving super shock. And where did you take it to, Nick? Well, I took it to Armored Armadillo, which, uh, once again, just following the chain of weaknesses now, like uh, originally planned. Now, Armored Armadillo, is he has a very interesting stage. It is probably one of the more different ones. Yeah, you're. it's like a, a well, mine, start, kind of. Yeah, uh, you are in an underground mine slash cavern. And to start, you have like a little vehicle you can jump on. Yeah, these little like uh, cart. It's like a two-wheeled like railroad car, but it has like spikes on the front and back. It seems like a very dangerous thing to keep <laughs> in your mind. It's not for... Uh... It's not safe mining protocol, I don't no, think. I'm pretty sure that they do not have OSHA in this <laughs> yeah, far-fetched there's no future. Mega OSHA. So you jump on this thing, and then you are just flying down through a sea of bats. Your yeah. classic, weird little... I don't know what the deal is with the bats in the Mega Man know. series. These aren't quite bubble bats, but they act just the same. They look like they have little, like they have these little like mechanical arms flapping their wings on top. They remind me of like if a transformer turned from a bat into a cannonball. Or wrecking ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> pretty much what it looks like. This is uh, right here, you know, the very beginning, you know, and you'll be going down these hills and, you know, the cart will be killing all these monsters. But if you hop off right away, this is, as far as I'm concerned, hands down the best area to fill up your sub tanks. Very much so. Because you can just move back and forth and fighting these little, like, you know, groups of three or four of those bats over and over. And they drop energy they, so They seem much, to have man. a very high drop rate for the capsules, for sure. Yeah. And then so. I think this is also an area where you can use that super-powered ice uh, oh, shit yeah, sled. Yeah. To, yeah. If you want to use it instead of that rolling yeah. death log. Maybe you fell off it, or I don't know. But you can ride all the way down. And it's a lot of fun, because you'll get moving really fast. And uh, But just be ready to jump off once, because uh, it'll hit you know some kind of pit or something. And yep. you just want to be, be ready for that. And then directly after that pit, you're going to find yourself uh, with only one option to fall down. And as soon as you do, this giant digging machine starts up behind you. Yeah. Uh, once again, I'll compare this to the He-Man vehicle, Bashasaurus, where you just have this, it's like moving forward like a tank, but it has this big arm moving up and down with a big spiked roller kind of thing that's just burrowing through the stone. And it's really cool because it is terraforming and changing the level as it goes. Yeah, yeah. And... Uh... I think, is it the first one you jump up and it let it move beyond you? And there's a little, uh, yeah, there's so, the sub tank right over there on the left that you might just skip past if you, you know. yeah. So, what you want to do is you don't want to fall all the way down. If you can, just hold onto that wall long enough to trigger, yeah, it'll the, initiate its uh, the Bashasaurus. <laughs> and then once it goes past you, you drop down and go to where it came from, and that's where you'll find that container, yeah. Now, once you've made it through the uh, newly widened tunnel, you will find another area that has that crazy little cart on it. 
Yeah, another cart ride. Uh, you this know, one's a little more challenging. Yeah, yeah, and you'll start seeing these. I mean, we probably saw them already, but those like chicken robots with the buzzsaw heads things, they spin around and shoot at you. I love them. They're hilarious. Looking. They are. And the way they're animated to throw that buzzsaw is one of my favorite things of all time. Because yeah, yeah. the entire bird, it, it stands on its two legs and then flips its body around. And that motion is what then throws off the buzzsaw from the top of its head. Yeah, it's like one of those uh, water-drinking birds, but it's like extreme. <laughs> yeah, it is just, it is whimsical and amazing. Indeed. But this, um, you know, I guess you would call it a minecart level in other games. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot longer here through the second part. And there are definitely a lot more trickier little, you know, spots where you have to do a jump or... Yeah. You switch out mine carts, I think, once. Got to watch out. And then it will deposit you into another shaft right over another Bashasaurus. Yeah, now this is the one you want to destroy as fast as you can. Yeah, hopefully you have the flame mammoth That's uh, true. Oh. upgrade at this point, because that will make real quick work of it. I actually did because of my stupidity, and uh, it works out really uh, well here. Although you can, you, you, it takes a lot uh, to get it, but if you just lay into it with the X-Buster, you can uh, blow him up before he gets to a certain point where it will have destroyed part of the ceiling that you need to get uh, to jump onto to reach a heart tank that's up, uh, up on the top. Yeah, if you don't kill him quick enough, he will dig out so much material that you will not be able to jump up to get it. Yeah. Well, if you do get it, you are treated to... Yet another little minecart zone. Yeah, this is the big one, though, man. Well, this one is nice because it's not nice. It's just more interesting. <laughs> there are some major jumps you have to do in this. But the background now is, is really cool because you can see this, like, never-ending mineshaft going off into the distance. Yeah, yeah. No, but like fun. you said, they do uh, definitely up the ante on the difficulty. And then the very end of it, this is where I think you got to spend a little extra time. Yeah. Well, you come flying out of this, into this cavern where, you know, we kind of talked before, there's a sweet uh, waterfall valley background. And this is a fun part, too, because there's all these, uh, like, flying birds that are coming out of the thing. And, right. you know, you're moving slightly faster than them, but you're shooting, which is moving slightly faster than you. So it's like a, a cool, fast-paced kind of thing. But you come flying out of there, and uh, you can just hit the wall and fall down and go to the boss. Or you may have noticed a little energy capsule at the top. And uh, that's actually where... Later, you can come back, and that's where you'll find the Hadoken capsule. But Now, getting to that spot is not just as easy as jumping. You have to time it, like when you're in the air, generally before you can see the wall. So yes. it's like, uh, you, you learn the timing. It, this isn't that bad. But, but the problem is, is if you miss it, you're replaying the whole level to get there again. More or less, yeah. Um, I tried, uh, one time when I fell down to the bottom, I was trying to dash jump my way up the wall out the incline, and then every time I would just end up accidentally going into the door to the boss. I'm like, God. And I also should say, um, so I read about the Hadoken thing where they're like, you need, uh, I mean, to get it, let's just go on record here. You have to have all four sub-tanks and all the weapons and all the hearts. Mm -hmm. Then you can come back here and right up there, go get that energy capsule, and then start over. And, I mean, I read that you have to do it four times. Right. And it comes out. It seems to be random. I'm not sure exactly uh, what makes that capsule appear. But I do know that the first four times I did that, I didn't have all the sub tanks or energy or heart tanks. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get that far, apparently. And I was like, well, I'll just do it now while I'm here. Eh. Or, you know, I beat the boss and just kept doing it. I was like, I'm doing something wrong. Or, you oh. know, one time I died. So I was like, did that break the count? I'll start over. <laughs> and then I double checked after I'd wasted probably a half hour just like going over and over. So I was like, well, I... Have hey, the armored armadillo map memorized. <laughs> I, you know what? If misery loves company, then my son's right there with you. 
because he too really wanted the Hadoken, but I don't think he paid enough attention to what he needed to get it. And I remember him doing this area many, many times. But then once, once I was like, all right, I'll come back later once I get everything. And I did. And then the first try it was there. So I got that, uh, sweet Hadoken action. Well, whether you've got your Hadoken or not right there is the door to the boss. Now the double doored entrance to Monty Mole. No, who is this guy? Armored Armadillo. <laughs> underminer. It sets you up that you're back into the caves. And when you enter his room, you know you are underground. You can yeah. see the, the mine shaft extend behind you. And now it's on. Yeah, Armored Armadillo comes out. Uh, he has uh, he has a rolling attack. Very, um, very standard for an armadillo. And he has like armor, you know, as you might imagine. But it's weird because it's like he will just deflect things. Mm-hmm. You know, all your... X-Buster shots, etc. until, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's other ways to do this, but you shoot him with the E-Spark. Yes. And I think, you know, he'll get like an electroshock animation and pieces of his armor will fall off. Yes. That's when you can really start just wailing on him with that E-Spark. That's what I always did. Like, I always locked him into this little thing where it's like, he has that little cannon in his forehead. Yeah. I mean, he'll like shoot me and I'm shooting him and we're trading punches, but I'm winning that exchange, so... Now, if you don't get him in that stun-locked exchange, he will roll back and forth. He'll hit the wall and do like a big level shake that'll knock you off the walls, that kind of thing. Yeah, and he can bounce around all the way up into, you know, even the walls aren't necessarily safe here. Definitely not. But hopefully you did go to uh, Spark Mandrill first, and you have the required weapon because that makes this guy a million times easier. He seems like he would be really hard without the appropriate weapon. Well, yeah, because you're waiting for that very small window of opportunity where you can hit him with your normal gun. Right, right. Well, once you have defeated Mr. Armadillo, you receive that interesting upgrade. Yeah, the rolling shield. And then, where did you go? Uh, Well, I went to uh, launch Octopus next. First, you are just unceremoniously dumped into the shallows. Yeah. I don't know, off the coast somewhere. Yeah, shallow. I mean, you got some neat, like, Sandy background, there's some shells and those little water skipping robot guys. Yep. Um, they're pretty easy. You, um, this is the first, you know, you'll see a lot of those big purple turtle robots that shoot bombs with parachutes out of their back and very and easy, uh, especially be- with the fire wave. Yeah. And the beginning of this area is really just acclimating you to jumping in water. Yeah. Yeah. Because right after this really small intro area, you are just dropped into a very large chasm. Yeah, and I mean, this is where you're, you know, you're, you feel like you're flying, man. You can jump so far, especially if you're dashing and high, and it's like, it's great. And enemies will be found at all strata of this water area. So, you know, even though you can jump super high, that doesn't mean you're safe. There's going to be all kinds of things floating around and fighting in there. Little nautiluses and uh, squid things. Puffer fish or seahorse bots that come out. Those guys suck. Yes. So when you're around these giant underwater tank-looking things, uh, you encounter your first mini-boss of this. Mini, mini-boss-filled level. <laughs> yeah, these weird, I mean, I call them eye ships, but mm-hmm. they're like a weird, you know, it just looks like a kind of a big submarine with this little, like, forward eye thing on the top front. Uh, I don't know. Much so. It shoots stuff. You can blow the eye off, uh, but it will shoot these little, like, sea serpents out at you that will zigzag towards you and hit you. These enemies are all about just right away spamming that button Lay as into much them. as you can yeah and uh they will also do this like current thing where they can blow you back or suck you forward and there not are spikes to what you yeah that's and that's the big problem is that they will push you onto this spiked area so you just got to be ready because you can dash it you can uh, dash into faster it. Yeah. yeah and you can make it through not too tough no you know this enemy is less of avoiding its uh fire as in just 
dealing with that wind attack and then unloading when you can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And right after that, you will be at this little crane platform, like a, a oil drilling. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing special rig. there, right? Or it's just well, like a power up up there. Or? Yes, at the top there is a. Uh, I just think it's a great little detail. I'm like one of the few. This is a good background level. But. Yeah, well, at the very top there is a uh, giant energy thing. Mm, yeah. So but then after this, you'll start seeing those like tornado water lift things. Yeah. They'll be around this. Uh, there's this ship that's bombing, dropping bombs and stuff. Yeah, and you want to. Looks like the bottom half of a whale. Yeah, and you can totally skip this, but you want to destroy it. You can hop up on top of it and just start gunning away. There's, you know, you probably take some damage. There's some turrets up there, but when you defeat it, it will explode, and then you just want to ride that bad boy down. It'll crash through the floor. It's super awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it keeps crashing down. It's kind of like those uh, bee bots from the very first level, you know, that would fall on the highway and knock it down, but. That'll bring you down. You'll destroy it and fall down into the depths where there is a hidden heart tank. Well, before you get to that heart tank, though, you've got a little fighting to do. Oh, right. Yeah, because there is one of the serpent uh, mech robots down there. Very classic robot serpent. Yeah, it's made of lots of circular modules. And And it uh, does its serpenty movement around the screen. It moves around. These are some of my favorite battles in the game because your jumping is off the charts. You're underwater. So you can fly up, you can go off these walls, and you're just like zigzagging around this room, blasting away. And due to your increased mobility, even though there's a lot of spikes on the floor, this is not a very hard fight. No, because you're underwater, so it's like your vertical movement is impaired, you know? Like you move down, you kind of float down and up, but your horizontal stuff is still, you're going just as fast back and forth, so you can really like pick and choose where you land. And then you grab that container, you go back up to where you were before, deja vu, You've got another serpent to fight. Yeah, there will be. Yeah, I think there's three of them total, really, right? Like uh, with that one. One, two, yes, yeah. If you count that one, there is three total. And once you fought one, you know how to deal with this guy. Yeah, just shoot him in the face. Shoot him in the tail. That's it. Very easy. They don't really um, come at you too hard. You know, you know mm-hmm. you're not going to be dealing with any uh, direct attacks. It's more you're going to get hurt if you maneuver poorly around them. Right, right. And then directly after them is well, the boss of this level. Yeah, Launch Octopus. Launch Octopus. A strange name, but I guess it makes sense. He is launching missiles at you, or torpedoes, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a pretty cool boss. Uh, Now, like you said, if you did go to the uh, Boomerang Man first, he will do some serious damage to this guy. Yeah, you can cut his arms off, which is very helpful. He has several attacks he can no longer do. Like he, One of the main ones is he'll jump around and make this whirlwind that will you know, suck you in, and he's invincible during it. It's yeah, that's his, his main heavy damage attack. Yeah, and and he is sucks. all over his room, which is, of course, totally filled with water. So mm-hmm. you still have a, a lot of maneuverability, but he is much quicker than you are. Yeah, and definitely. If you get too close, he can grab you and drain your life. Oh, yeah, and he does, like, that shock thing, and, oh, it sucks. Yeah, it fills up your his life, too, but not if you cut his, tor- or his tentacles off. Oh. He loses all of his attacks except for the torpedoes, which is his normal one where he shoots a little spread of three of them. Yeah, and you can shoot those out of the air. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, I think if he was down to just that, that would be much more manageable fight. I mean, he'll still, he also has the homing fish that he shoots out, yeah. similar to the thing. But really, you want to fight him with the rolling shield is what he's weakest against. Mm-hmm. And it can be kind of tricky. I actually had some trouble at first because, you know, it won't go through his torpedoes. No. And that won't hurt him. So you have to, it's really best to stay up at the top and, like, arc it down so that it'll hit him, like, in the head or something. It'll go past his his attacks. Right. 
you destroy him, and then, well, you're given what I think is the most fun-to-use special weapon of the game, the homing missiles. It's got to be the most useful, I mean. Definitely. And in where, any stage, you know? Yes. And where do you take those homing missiles, Nick? You don't have a lot of, a lot of options left. That's true, and um, if you're a smart person, you'll go to Boomer Kwanga, but I didn't. Because for some reason, I thought Storm Eagle was weak against the homing missiles. Oh, it's not. No, I still fought him with them somehow. I don't, well, we'll get to that in a minute, but. (laughs) Well, Storm Eagle is another one of these really interesting stages. His level is uh, got a few new things you haven't seen in this Mega Man. Yeah. First of all, it's one of your more vertical levels. You're definitely going to be moving on and up a lot. Yeah, you're up, you're outside the airport 1001. Yes, it's a very fancy airport. <laughs> and the very beginning of this level, oh, man. It can be real frustrating, man. Super frustrating. You have conveyor platforms that you have to ride around, and you have those jerk helicopter grabber bots yes. that will just pick you up, take you over, and drop you or explode. And This is why you want to have the homing missile here. Yeah, yeah. It will make the life way easier. And then the frustrating part is that you're going to want to ride this elevator to the very top mm-hmm. and then jump off of it. And go back to where you started. Yeah, a a really hard jump to the left will take you back. You'll land on this building that you uh, started next to uh, to find a heart tank. And then you have to do all of that fun stuff over again. Yeah. Now, every level next to those uh, elevators does have some uh, destructible objects on them. They Mm -hmm. usually have uh, some hearts in them or some... Some yeah, health here, or some energy pellets, something along those lines. Yeah, these are, I mean, here there's some right away, but they're honestly not worth it because they're hard to get down there and shoot, and then they're just energy pellets. Like, yeah. I, I was looking for hearts or something down there that wasn't there. <laughs> then on the second, you know, area or platform you're on, there's like a large control tower. And yeah, this, this is, is awesome. where you want to have the flame mammoth's super skill. Yeah, yeah. Because you can use it to blow through the windows of yeah, this building. Yeah. You'll shatter them and then roll in. Uh, there's one of those blue mech bots in there, but you kill him and there's a sub tank in there. Yeah, very, very needed. You want that sub tank. I think this is the one I did not get on my second, on my playthrough this time. Mm, okay. I missed one of them. I think this was it. Because uh, I didn't do a lot of backtracking. So many of these things, you're going to want to come back to this level after you've made sure you've gotten the right power up or whatever it was. I know. Uh, the one I, I, um, I missed the Flame Mammoth one. Like, I saw it and then forgot about it because I couldn't get to it. And I was like, I already beat that level. And I got the heart. Mm. And, you know, it's got three things in it. Whatever. And you moved on. But then right after that, you have to deal with a bunch of uh, floating platforms. These aren't even an elevator. They're just on their own little trajectory. Frequently with a cannon on top that you have to destroy before you can jump on it. So can be a bit frustrating, especially because this is a pretty empty area. So you... Definitely have a little higher chance of that falling death. Yeah, yeah. But if you can go through that, you are now back to some more solid ground. It's like you're in an area that's being built. that has got a lot of, you know, scaffolding around yeah, it, that kind yeah. of stuff. And in here is where you're going to find another one of your special upgrades. Yeah, yeah. You have you kind of fall down a bit from your main path, but there's a little, you know, you'll find the capsule over there, which is your helmet capsule. Very, um, well, it's needed for other item upgrades, but... Never much use uh, did I find in, in battle or anything no, like that. No, it's, I mean, and there's really only a few spots in a few areas where it's even used at all. But, yeah, hey, it's there. Get it. And then this level is, you know, generally filled with all the annoying flying creatures you would think of in a <laughs> Mega Man uh, game. Not so these stupid helicopter jerks. Yeah, they are a big pain in your butt. Agreed. Now, do the birds appear in this level? Your classic Mega Man birds? I don't remember seeing them. I don't, I don't think, think they do. Yeah. And that's... 
that's quite a shame. I'd like to see some sort of futuristic version of them. Yeah, you know, with their egg bombs, etc. Those were always my favorite things to farm. Oh, yeah. The metal blade. Exactly. Now, you make your way towards the end of this level, and you have to deal with some uh, final platforms. And it's a little odd, because you're, you're really getting out there. You are jumping into nothing you're at this point. You're leaving the world behind you. And uh, lucky for you, there is something on the other side of this uh, leap of faith. And it's, well, like a giant... Yeah, it's a big shield. Thing. It's like a shield helicarrier. <laughs> yeah. You were on the deck of it. Yeah, it's like you drop to the bottom, then this elevator brings you up top, and then the, there's like a sail-looking thing that disappears at the top, and mm-hmm. Storm Eagle descends to fight you. And what a fight this is. It is really unique. As I said before, this is one giant level. I mean, this uh, boss screen is at least yeah. three screens wide. It's, it's a long screen, and he can, you know, there's... Sometimes there's wind because he's like, you know, flapping his wings and you have to run against it. Yeah. And the majority of the time you are not in direct um, combat with him. No, he he is like off the screen or up in an area that you really can't do anything about. Yeah. He'll like, he'll either flap at you. He'll shoot a long, you know, tornado shot like he has, Mm -hmm. or he'll do his like dive sequence where he's diving in. He's coming down at either angle. And it's mainly during that tornado shot time when you're going to be able to get your most hits in. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just really jumping over attacks and, um, you know, pushing against the wind. Yeah, just like, uh, you know, Bob Seger. Yeah. And, you know, as my son pointed out, even though it does take a while, you know, it's all about dodging with him. They're, and they're not hard dodges. It's just a long fight. I just, uh, the only thing I would want, the, uh, the dash, I think, is really useful for avoiding his dives. Definitely. But, you know, he can be done with an X-Buster. I mean, I did it with a homing missile, which he's not even weak against. But Yeah. So Although it's go. really easy to hit. You know what I mean? Because well, he does you don't a have lot to aim of, him. Yeah. Aim it, so. and, and he does a lot of, like, hovering up a little bit or when he's, you know, so it's not too bad. But you really want to use the chameleon sting. He's very weak against that. Yeah, it only takes a few hits. You don't have to worry about him all over the map. Well, you destroy him, and you are treated to his wonderful tornado attacks. Which you would use against Flame Mammoth if you didn't already go to him like a fool. Well, I think you only have one more level left. Is that correct? Uh, well, well, there's two. Um, but the next one I went to was uh, Boomer Kuwanger. Okay, once again, that's a lie. Oh, that's I actually right. went here once and died already. But uh, where I was like, I don't know where to go. You know, Even though this was the right place to go because Boomer is actually weak against the homing torpedo. Now, this level is vertical yeah there are very few horizontal parts to it you are uh it's like a kind of high-tech indoor it's all you know you're going up a big tower yeah definitely it's very reminiscent of crash man's level but sadly you don't have that leaf shield or anything else uh to to protect you while going up all these ladders it's yeah this can be pretty tough um you because there's a lot of these like homing bots these little purple like helicopter guys they they just come right at you yeah and they're coupled with those shield mace knight dudes. So it's it's a real pain. Like, I just try to skip past them as fast as I can. Like, it's not worth fighting, really. Otherwise, you are going to be inching your way up this first area. Then in the second area, you have some uh, unique challenges. There's, like, these laser fields. Yeah, they're like laser trip beams. Like, there's a cannon nearby each of them. And if you, you know, the, the laser beam turns on and it cycles on and off. And if it's on and you go through it, they shoot a laser at you. Mm-hmm. But... If you're just patient, this is not hard at all. Or if you're moving fast enough, you can get through there, but uh, that can be hard to do. Yeah, but right after that, you're going back up, and up and up. You have to fight a lot more of those ball and chain guys. A bunch of the uh, bomb turtle dudes. And then you are in the final, you know, vertical chamber, 
and it's, it's the, a little the harder. Elevator part, or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because you are not just climbing up; you're on an elevator that's going up, which may sound easier. But it's not. No. Because this was a very poorly designed elevator. And the entirety of this shaft is filled with platforms. Yeah. Platforms that it is going to crush and crash into. Yeah, they're spiked on the bottom. Come on, guys. Right. And if you find yourself between the rising elevator and those spiked platforms, you are looking at an instant death. Yeah, yeah. One of the, the few in the game. Yeah, I mean, this has always uh, had me nervous, but I don't think I actually died here, so. Well, it definitely looks way worse than it is. Really, you have plenty of time and room to get around almost all of these obstacles. Yeah. I mean, and you have the dash, so. Yeah. And honestly, if you stay on the right-hand side, you will avoid 90% of everything. Mm. Once the elevator gets you to the very top, well, then you're going outside. And you may be happy to see the fresh air, but you will not be happy to deal with the annoying enemies and turrets this is a really annoying part because you're going on the outside of this tower and you're trying to get to these ladders to climb up to these platforms and Mm -hmm. there are these like ledges that come in and they move in and out of the wall and they have a turret on top of them so you have to jump on them to get to the ladder but then ah, there's a turret there so it can be tricky um yeah i i really dislike this area i died here a lot uh when i the first time you remember i mentioned i came here first Mm -hmm. and died but now that I'm thinking about it, I must have gone back to Flame Mammoth to get my gun charger yeah. before I came back here because I remember using the rolling shield power-up because it'll deflect those bullets and those monkeys on the ladder, it'll just kill them. So you can pretty much just jump up this whole thing without fighting guys. That would definitely be the way to do it because, like you said, there's these monkeys, there are the gun turrets, there are just so many things in your way that you are really creeping up this outer area. And yeah. if you get knocked off, you are falling down. Yeah. <laughs> Not to your death, but to a lot of more repeated work. It's Yeah, it's almost worse, man. It is. Now, if you can make it to the very tip-top of this area, well, there is a heart container to get. Yeah. Good luck, though, you because you need the boomerang. Yeah, and what a pain. Because that means you have to go through this whole level yeah, again you have to just go to get through this. the whole stage. I know. And you think, ah, I'm going back inside. I must be done. But you're not done. No, no. Almost done. This is like the hardest part of the stage, too. I know. (laughs) Packed with all these cannons. Like, there's every helicopter platform has, like, a turret on it. And then there's those other, like, helicopter bots coming at you. And I think knights, like, it's just full of enemies. Like, it's rough, man. You have to just fight your way up here. You do. But you are treated to, like, a really cool, like, a centrifuge-type graphic thing going on there at the top of it. I like that. Maybe not worth all the real trouble. But, of course, there you are, double-doored, little hallway. You have a moment to rest before you walk in and fight Boomer Kowanger himself. Yes, the big Kowanger. What is a Kowanger? Um, I have less clue of what a Kowanger is than a uh, Mandrill. I always thought it was, I thought this was some type of bull based on his charge attack thing. He was like, he looks like he's got horns, right? But I was reading oh. that it's actually, okay, there's a stag beetle. I was going to say, I thought he was a beetle. No, it's, it definitely looks more like a beetle. But, uh, <laughs> like, there's a, uh, um, in, in Japanese, it's like a, a slang for this stag beetle where it's like kuwanga. Oh. And then they, like, condense that with boomeranger into boomer kuwanger. I don't know. See, I, feel... I thought it was like a uh, Australian slur. Maybe I guess but, like, <laughs> and I'm surprised that I've played 
more than enough Animal Crossing that I, I feel like I should know everything I need to know about uh, those types of beetles <laughs> yeah. that are collected in Japan. Well, I feel like the poor localizer was like, I don't know what to do with this. Because, look, boomerang beetle fits right there. Like, yeah. That would you know even get some alliteration. But I agree. Well, at least I know that if I accidentally call someone a kawanger next time I'm in Australia, but, I won't get slapped. Like next time I'm kawanging around. <laughs> but, you know, uh, what a weird little boss room. It's taller than it is wide. You're like in some sort of weird antechamber. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to fight this um, boomeranging beetle himself. Yeah, he uh, he has a weird kind of teleporty, like shifty thing where he moves. He's like, yeah, like he does that. So you're um, not going to be hitting him during that little phase teleport. He can charge you and then like throw you up, like he butts you yes. into the ceiling. Which I that's like a real stag beetle thing. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I get that. And then of course he shoots boomerangs at you, and a lot of boomerangs. Or but. If you're a smart person, you just stay up on the wall in the corner shooting homing missiles pretty much the whole time. They will find their way down to him and destroy him. Before he can even jump up to hurt you. Like, I think. Uh, you could, you, this guy could be really easy. Because you just play your cards right. There's a certain level of stun lock with those uh, missiles as well. Yeah. So if, if you kind of like don't just fire them all, one, two, three, one, two, three, you know, if you yeah. kind of give it a little bit of rhythm, like one, two, three, like you can really space them to like keep him. Well, yeah, and especially when he's doing his little teleport thing, because it's like, while he's doing that, they're still following him. Yeah. They'll, like, orbit around to as soon as he's vulnerable, they'll, like, boom, That is him, so. so satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, you know, hopefully you do have that, because otherwise this guy can be a bit of a pain in the butt. He is all over the place, and uh, that charging attack that he throws you in the air does a ton of damage. Yeah, yeah it's not fun. But hopefully you had the necessary power-up. The wherewithal. And you did use it on him. And then you can move on to the final stage that Nick has not beaten. The jungle of... Sting Chameleon. Sting Chameleon. And how ironic that uh, I was... I even said it myself. This is my favorite weapon. But I went here last. Like a fool. A fool. I wonder if his friends ever called him Stink a Million. <laughs> I know I would. I would now. I'm... <laughs> Well, here in Stink-A-Million uh, Forest, it's, this is a neat level, actually. I this like this background. This is my favorite level. It's, I mean, I'm partial to Forest to begin with, but... Well, you get a lot more layering in this level than I think in a lot of the other ones. There's depth to the forest background, and the foreground is, is unique. It's trees yeah. that are kind of uh, stripped of a bit of their bark, and you realize that they are robotic trees. I really like the idea of a robot tree. It's hilarious and awesome to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, they I mean, don't, what, they don't a solar move. panel, right? Like, I don't know. It's, I guess. These trees, while looking robotic, they don't move or anything. They are just platforms and things in the background. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you will find a variety of other uh, forest animals turned robots to attack. Yeah, and or there's also those axe stump guys where there's like a weird, like a tree stump that brings up these like two, uh, I mean, circular metal. It Did, looks like a tree, but it's like a yeah. guy with an axe just chopping them and shooting them at you. Yeah, and then is this where the uh, ostriches are? Uh, maybe the ones yeah. that that don't actually hit you. They're very annoying. They jump around. They jump over you. Yeah. So you really want to you want to stop short and let them go over you. I know uh, this. Uh, there's those little bush bots here where they look like a little bush and they shake and they put a little worm out. Comes after you. Not cute, too bad. Cute, but not not <laughs> harmful at all. Gross. And then once you've made it through the first little batch of forest, you've got some interesting things going on here a couple different paths you can take yeah you get an, an interesting little triple split path here yes if you go straight on you're just going to continue through the level mm -hmm. no questions asked if you go down the pit you can find your way to a heart container yeah this uh now the down pit you have to have beaten launch octopus or that will not be full of water yet 
Gotcha. So, I mean, I had already beaten him by the time I got here. So, but yeah, you can go down there and uh, I don't know if you need the head to break through those walls or not. I think you do. I, I assume, I mean, again, I already had it. So, but yeah, there's uh, possibly the final heart tank down there for you. But if you go up to the top path, the climb the wall, well, you're treated to a very unique encounter. Yeah, you get a neat little mini boss battle here. I really, really like this mini boss. It's a cool robot, man. <laughs> like, it's like a big, chunky, classic 50s kind of uh, 50s Japanese robot. So it's right. got a big rounded uh, exterior. It's got it's like little buttons on the front and nice big pincher claws. Yeah, they look like a socket or something, you know, like. And it's cool because it'll shoot it out like on a chain and it can grab you. And, you know, he has a lot of like attacks to pull you and throw you. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool. And, I mean, credit to him. I don't know. Did you use any special weapons against him? Or I did not. I didn't either. I just X-busted him, but uh, he takes a while. I always got the impression that this was a wily created robot. Okay, it does harken back. It looks old school. It doesn't have that newer look to it. And it's definitely not a reploid. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, filthy. And because once you've defeated it, then you are given access to the armor upgrade. Yeah, your final one, uh, Dr. Light comes and blesses you with half damage. So for me, this was like, you know, that's the guardian he put there. Can you beat his guardian? If so, then you deserve that armor yeah. upgrade. Now, this is not even the end of the level. You still have <laughs> all ways to go because you, uh, went straight through and now you're in a cave. Yeah, with the falling. Rock lords, as I like to call them. I can see that entirely. They look exactly like those GoBots. Yeah. Like, uh, these rocks will fall down and then, you know, unfold and stand up. You can usually just destroy them as soon as they stand up. I'm yeah. assuming they attack you somehow. I guess. Now, I don't know if you tried this, because I didn't, but I read about it later. And apparently, if you have the helmet upgrade, you can just headbutt them as they fall. Oh. And that'll, like, they won't attack I, you. I used the helmet upgrade for zero uh, combat. <laughs> I like, never I, tried I, to. I never used it. At all, yeah. trying to attack anything. Well, these guys are easy enough to, like, if you... The first one might catch you off guard, but then you're like, wait, there's a rock hanging yeah. from the ceiling unevenly, so you see them coming. They're Definitely. Yeah, it's got that Hanna-Barbera 80s cartoon <laughs> where you, you know that thing that's so the slightly different color of yeah. orange is going to be the switch. This isn't watercolor. So, and then, you know, let's go back and keep off topic for just a second. I would like to say that I feel like the Rock Lords are highly underrated, and we're way too made fun of as a toy line. They were the only GoBots I bought on purpose. Uh, agreed. Now, back to our <laughs> <laughs> regularly scheduled level here. GoBot Minute's over. GoBot Minute is over. And hopefully you've gotten out of this cave because it's annoying. And then you're back into the jungle, but you're back into the forest where you see many more of these uh, robo trees. And One robo uh, woodpeckers. Yeah, and that's what they're different is that now I'll have a woodpecker on them pecking away yeah but it's not so innocent no no this uh what are they um they they are upsetting the worms the robotic they, they worms make the worms attack that That's live right, in yeah. the robot tree <laughs> and they then pop out and then come after you but they are slow moving and yeah, really the biggest danger is having one fall on your head well, there's a lot of this you know robo ecosystem going on yeah i mean that's what i love about this level is it's so weird like it's, it is if you really want to think about it it starts making less and less sense <laughs> indeed but towards the end, the level opens up. You're out of the forest, per se, and you have to traverse this large, like, hill, mountain area. There's a free man in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, is this where you start getting to the swampy part? So then, the terrain changes. You leave the forest for the swamp. You got some dirty, mucky water underneath, and 
it gives you that weird jump effect. Yeah, um, then there's uh, some mech suits here. You'll be fighting bad guys in them, and you know, so that's fun. Takes a little sting out of it. Uh, you want to, you know, and the 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 mechs sink in the ground, obviously, so you want to stay out. But you know, it's whenever you can get that rushing punch with them, it does so much damage. It's great. It does. There is a bunch of uh, health on top of a weird little pillar in the middle of the swamp. There, it's kind of annoying. Oh yeah, you got to jump out to get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you can take that mech all the way to the end of this stage. Yeah, really. I mean, up until you get to the boss room. Well, yeah, you've got your uh, double doors into a gigantic tree. And inside this tree lives uh, Sting Chameleon himself. Pretty cool looking uh, boss, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, As a child, my favorite animal was the chameleon. And that's when we all foolishly thought that chameleons changed color for camouflage. Right, right. Which makes no sense because they don't live in an area that's blue or red or (laughs) anything else. Well, robots change color for camouflage true as evidenced with this guy well this guy has true camouflage because he can go invisible yeah you get a neat shifty wavy predator-ish effect when he you know he turns invisible moves around the background now his room is really cool it's a standard size room but there's like plant matter going up the two sides and yeah. then in the background there's like a lattice and more plant material so that when he turns invisible and moves around it you can see that shimmer his uh predator look yeah it's cool it is really cool. It's a great effect. Yeah, and he uh, he really has two main attacks where he will he'll like hang and shoot three like little dart spines at you or something, or yes. does an attack where a bunch of them fall from the ceiling like needles are coming down. You can dodge them pretty easily. Pretty easy, I thought. And if you have the boomerang, well, this guy's nothing. Yeah, he's like almost always at the perfect height to be hit by it. Like all you have to do is just be like face left, shoot it. And then he'll go to the other side, face right, like back and it's and what like five, six hits. Not very many. It's it's pretty easy. Otherwise, you are going to be dodging a lot in this room. So please go to the boomerang man first, the yeah, kawanger. Yeah. Just get it out of the way. Get your kawanger done with early. <laughs> and once you've got it out of the kawai, then you can move on to him, take him down with that boomerang, and that's it. You've beaten all the bosses. The game is over. Yep, and uh, that's how Mega Man works. Yeah, easy. No. Sigma surrenders because he knows he's just outmatched. It is never that easy. Once you have defeated all of your normal bosses, of course, there is a little more game left. And this one is no different. It opens up, well, a linear path. Yeah, yeah. This You're, is, uh, you know, normally you'd have your Wily stages, but now they're Sigma stages. Yes. Which at this point you can access, uh, you know, the Sigma stages are accessed by one corner of the you know your your stage select and anytime you can go back to these uh previous levels in between any of the sigma stages so you need to fill up your energy tanks and stuff like you know unlike you need to go previous mega where it's like you started off and you're stuck with it like you can actually you know and as we'll get into later when i talk about the difficulty that is what really changes it for me yeah it makes the the final you know portion of this game is way easier than any of the other mega mans yeah yeah but Sigma levels are fairly interesting. Uh, you're not going to see a lot of new enemies, of course. No, but you are going to is... see some real interesting design. In this first one, you're kind of like on the outskirts of a city or something. Mm-hmm. And then you get to this big gap. Right, so like where it starts to get mountainy-ish a little. Or... Mm-hmm. You've got to you know deal with all these helicopter platforms. They get you vertically up this area. And then you're into what I consider Sigma's base. Yeah. You know, you've got some hallways to deal with. But sooner than later, you're going to run into... Vile himself. Yeah, Vile is back. Well, there's a point. You do get a little cutscene here with Zero. Well, that's at the one thing. Point. Zero has been captured. Yeah, he goes ahead and he's like, you catch up with me. You head in and then, oh no, 
Vile's there in his big mech, and Zero is in a kind of uh, jail container thing. Energy jail. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. Zap. You're not getting in there. And this is where you actually have to fight Vile. Yeah. So as you are fighting him, you may think to yourself, is this another hopeless battle? Right. Can I defeat Vile? Well, technically, yes. Kind of. <laughs> well, it's... He's going to take you down. Eventually, you'll get shot with that paralyzed beam or whatever that holds you down. And then he does some uh, gloating and such. He's about uh, to go in for the kill. But then Zero busts out of his prison and starts charging up and then explodes himself. He basically kamikazes on there to destroy Vile's mech. Yeah. But now you... And then it will refill your life. And now you actually fight Guile. Or Vile. Sorry. (laughs) No flash kicks here. And then Vile is... He does have a weakness. I don't remember what it is. Um, I've seen, uh, I've saw the rolling shield and the storm, the tornado. Okay. I could see how they would both be useful. The tornado more so because of his jumping around. Yeah. Cause I mean, he can do a lot of damage, especially if he touches you. He has a dash and his, his contact does a ton of damage with him. So watch out for that. I would rather I'll soak, you know, he'll, you'll get like a mini version of his little hold beam where mm-hmm. it'll, you know, paralyze you for like a second, but he's not too tough if you just stay away. And I mean, I'm sure I use two energy tanks here or something. You know, it's like oh, yeah. it's so easy to run through life, but you want to make sure you got your four sub tanks and you'll be all right. Yeah, you definitely don't want to uh, hold on to any of that with these bosses, you know, that are right. the, that are not the ones you've already fought before. Don't, yeah. You can always refill. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Well, you defeat Vile, you move on. You're in another one of those areas with the trip wires and the cannons. Yep, yep. Not too bad. Then you have another vertical chunk that is uh, a little more pain in the butt. Yeah, I like to call it a chameleon sting alley because I'm not going back there, man. I just use that and jump my way up there. That seems like a genius move. Like at this point, I'm like, I'm not trying to fill up my tanks or, you know. Right. And then at the top of the shaft, you're treated to a set of double doors, but there's no hallway. Mm -mm. You go through them and you are at a boss. Yeah, this is the first of uh, your... uh, Boss monster. It's not really like before. They're not all in one room. No. You know? But you're going to have to fight them all again, starting with uh, Boomer Kuwanger. Yeah, but you've done it before. You know what to do. You've yeah. got every power up, so you can tear this guy apart. It'd be very easy, yeah. And then afterwards, you have another little little hallway. And then afterwards, you have a nice little hallway, which is a great little refill spot. Yeah. The enemies in here are not too tough, and hopefully you get whatever you needed. Because... You are not far away from the final boss of this level, the giant spider. Yeah. I saw it called the bow spider. Okay. Does that mean anything? No, not to me. But I thought maybe it was a reference I didn't get. (laughs) A really cool boss fight. Yeah, because it's like a spider comes down at the top and there are like these four columns. Well, here's what it is. The spider is playing the bonus game from... The oh, right. Mario yeah. Land. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, I've seen it in other places, but it's like it starts moving down. It comes in at one of the four areas, and there are like these, you know, bridge slash webs in between each of the. So it, you don't know back and forth where it will end up at the bottom. It will take yeah. a path, and whenever it hits a branch, it will branch on that path. So, so yeah. it's kind of random to where it will land, but it doesn't really matter because you can hit it from anywhere. Yeah, I mean, it, it only has a, a brief vulnerable window at you know when it lands yes. and then it'll shoot out some little spiders and go back to the top but it's all about avoiding getting hit by it yeah because it'll do some damage but the big thing is that like i'd say a good half the time you can tell right away where you're like all right this line only has one right thing on it so i can get right underneath it or exactly. you know you can't always predict but you can usually guess 90 yeah. percent of the time <laughs> you know where to be safe yeah so not too bad you can use the shotgun ice apparently i did not uh but I, I wonder if that hurts it while it's 
traversing the web. Because if so, then, man, that would be a thousand times. Yeah, because this takes a while. Like, yeah, that's the hardest part of this fight is that it's just long. Yeah, and it'll speed up as you kill him. You know, as he gets dead, he starts moving faster. Can be frustrating. But you can defeat him, and you will. You will not receive any new powers, though. It's just time to soldier on to Sigma's second level. Yep, so if you need to, head back to Armored Armadillo, fill up your sub-tanks, and then back to Sigma Stage 2. Which is a really interesting stage. It's like you're deep into his lair at this point. Yeah, you get high-tech insides and... And then square conveyor, like right away you have a little uh, segment with those three like square conveyor belt platforms that can be frustrating. You can die here. It is a falling death. Mm -hmm. But if you get through right away, you're at your first mini boss. Oh yeah. Now we're back to chill penguin. Chill penguin. And again, if you've got the right weapon, which you do. Yeah. No problem. This is the first time I got to use it on him. So I was like, Hey, all right. Works quite well. You clear through there and then you get to jump in a mech. Yeah, you get a little mech sequence for a minute, and uh, then Fun. a little... You got to abandon it, though. Yeah, you go to that vertical section where it's like two split paths. Like, the one on the left has a bunch of platforms, Yeah, I think, with cannons and such. I went up there, but I used the chameleon thing again. That's the way to do it, because you, <laughs> anytime you have to deal with these ladders, you don't want to be fighting anyone. No, no. I'm a, I'm a peaceful robot, man. You get to the top, and waiting for you is your favorite outdoor enemy... Oh, yeah, the Storm Eagle. Storm Eagle. Now, this one is the exact same. It's about the exact same uh, distance on either side. You're on a big old platform outside. So, really, just do what you did before. Yeah, Chameleon sting him down. Were you able to sting him this time? Did you know Uh, to switch, or did you soldier through with the more missiles? I did. Well, some people might be like, you know what? You might want to save that Chameleon sting for the real boss. But if you're me and you're too dumb to have used it on the real boss, you just waste it all here. So Sounds good. Well, hopefully you didn't. Maybe you only use half of it. <laughs> You've got another little vertical area, but then you are at the real boss. And what did you call this boss? I called it Robot Face. Yes, it is a robot skull face, at least in my, my eyes. Yeah, at least like, in my eyes. You have a big square room, and with us, you know, the center, maybe third, is a spike pit. So watch out for yeah. that. And there's like a robot nose in the middle, and then two robot eyes that open independently. They'll shoot. They have, you know, they can be different colors, and mm-hmm. they'll do different. They'll come out and shoot at you. Some of them will just stay there. No, you, know. you cannot just attack the entire back wall. No, you have to. You can only shoot the eyes, or mm-hmm. you know, eventually you can blow them up. But uh, eventually, in between certain uh, criteria, it'll close both eyes. The walls will close in a bit. Then the nose opens up and starts bouncing around, and you have to stay on these walls, constantly jumping. You don't want to get knocked down into the spikes. Because the middle of the room is a little spike pit. It's, it could be a bit dangerous. Yeah, and you, you can um, attack the nose during it. But, you know, I've focused on the eyes. You know, Obviously, as soon as you get one blown up, go to that side and stay away from the other one. Mm-hmm. I used the uh, homing missiles on the nose part. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good call, man. Just one. because I was just... I could fire and then just focus on just trying to stay on the wall yeah. and not, not worry and dodging. Now, if you blow up both the eyes, then the room permanently shrinks into that nose okay. thing and you're just in there with it. I don't know if you can blow the nose up before the eyes. I didn't. Um, I got Nor stuck I. in the middle there. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, I heard that chameleon sting is good against it, but I don't know from experience. Fair enough. But we both defeated it. Oh, yeah. We did not receive any new items. Just that pass on. To Sigma's third level. Yeah, and this is more, you know, your indoors well, lab techie. At this point, this is where we're really getting into the boss rush mode. Yeah. There is far less level in between these bosses, like maybe a room, if that. Well, yeah, there's like 
we're looking at five Reploid boss Mavericks here, you know? Yeah, right and away. And then a real boss. So they just have these very brief, like, either, you know, they're not always vertical. Sometimes they are. You'll just a screen or two, and you're back into another boss. You know, you start with Armored Armadillo. Mm-hmm. Clear through him. You have one vertical shaft, and then you've got Sting Chameleon. Yep. You defeat him. Now, the plus is, is that in each of these shafts or next rooms, there's usually some health. Yeah, clearly they give you just enough where they're like, you can fill some stuff up. If you really need to, you can farm for life or weapon. And then after him, you have Spark Mandrel. Boom. Same as always. Clear through him, you're underwater, which, I mean, obviously, <laughs> yeah. you're going to be fighting a launch octopus. You clear him out, and then you're back up, out through the water. And this is where your final fill-up stage is. You've got those tripwires, those cannons, but on the top path, there is a series of spikes. This is where you can use your... uh ice sled over it mm, yeah and there's a free man up there nice but you clear through that oh no you're not at the final boss you're at that flame mammoth yeah and you clear flame mammoth out that's the annoying part then you are directly at the boss finally there, there is no filler there there there's yeah. no health there's nothing to refill so hopefully you whooped a uh, flame mammoth's butt and then the final boss is so weird yeah i've seen it called d-rex it's yeah. a weird, like, two... I think I called it something weird earlier. Two-part dino car? I don't know. Like, hover car. Like, yeah. it's so many things at once. It's just bizarro. It is very weird. Um, it, it, the top of its head looks like half T-Rex, half ape. Yeah. And Robot. It, like, it floats up and down. The bottom car... You can stand on top of the bottom car, but if it mashes you into a wall, you take a ton of damage. So yeah. that's, like, the main thing to watch out for. It'll chomp down sometimes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, I don't know what there's like lightning going in between. Does that ever hurt you? The energy? Uh, I try to stay out of that zone, so I don't yeah. know. It's weak though against uh I think the boomerang, right? Or yeah. I just used X Buster because I didn't know that and uh it wasn't too bad. It's more annoying than anything. If you can just manage yeah. not to get caught between the wall and the car, you'll be okay. Yeah, you're just basically jumping through it when you need to as it yeah, it's, it's goes charging. Back and forth. Yeah, and again, stay on the top corner of the wall if you can. Make it all easy. Well, you destroy that, and then you only have one stage left. The final stage. Yeah. The longest stage. Sigma 4. Just kidding, it's not. It's it's not that long, but it is kind of annoying. Well, yeah, you have a very long vertical, straight vertical shaft. Yes. That has, you can, you know, just jumping up it, but there are two, like, worm holes, <laughs> on e one on each side, and they drop these little worms out, so I feel horrible if this they intended for you to refill anything here. That's what I thought. Because it's, like... Wow, that's mean. Like, there's no way. <laughs> like, it would be a long, slow process. Horrible, horrible. But, you know, if you need to, I guess, top off some stuff. Yeah, Otherwise, know, just man. get the heck up there. Yeah, just jump up there. It's real quick and easy. It is. And when you get to the top, while waiting for you, is the man, Sigma himself. Sigma. But he's not alone. No, he has a robot dog with him. Or what's it called? Is again? that a dog? I thought it was uh, because it does the fire from the hot dog in Mega Man X2. Totally does. So I thought that was a throwback, but I, I mean, maybe it is like something else. I really didn't look close enough. Yeah, Sigma has Velgarder by his side. Uh, yeah. And, uh, well, the first battle is against it, not him. Yeah, and this one, uh, this dog's pretty easy. It, it does a lot of jumps that actually just seem to jump over you. It'll turn around and leap. Like It's like if you don't move, I feel like it's it's not as hard. Yeah, and it just it has a really standard flamethrower attack. And shotgun ice works really well against it. Mm -hmm. And again, that's a non-aiming. I mean, it's going to hit it every time. And then uh, but my 
when I finally beat it, you know, I did this once or twice too, you know, because I was doing this over a few times because, mm-hmm. you know, the second form of Sigma is pretty tough. But yeah, and it starts filling it up. I'm at full life. So when I see his meter going up, I was just spamming Hadoukens because if you're lucky, as soon as it moves, you'll get one off at the very beginning and boom, one hit kill. Oh, really? Yeah. That On the dog? And Sigma. Oh, wow. <laughs> like well, So spoiler alert, yeah. you kill the dog and then right away sigma appears yeah and he's tough man because he's a big dude he throws that cloak off yeah and you wouldn't believe it but he's been hanging out near moss eisley spaceport (laughs) apparently he's picked himself up a lightsaber yeah a green one right yeah yeah and uh he not only you know he has that his deadliest thing is he jumps back and forth and if he just touches you it does a ton of damage yeah he his main attack is that he will dash from one side of the screen to the other bouncing uh from wall to wall yeah and you can like predict it but i mean he doesn't take, I don't know, I was fighting him with the X-Buster because, what is it, the E-Spark supposed to be the best one? The Spark is the one to use. I it, didn't, yeah. It, it makes it a lot easier, but not easy by any means. Because you can shoot it off the wall, right, maybe. So you can sometimes hit him when he's on the wall, but since it moves so slowly across the room, mm. he's it's hitting him as he's doing his multiple dashes. Gotcha. Yeah, I was trying to do it. Oh, because we forgot to mention that when Zero died, he gave you his X-Buster power-up. Yeah. And you got the fourth level one. This is where I was using it a bunch, like going up to the full charge to shoot him. But if you're lucky enough, again, where finally, after, you know, probably eight di- deaths fighting the sequence, I was able to uh, I was able to blast off a Hadouken right at the beginning of this one, too. And so it was like, you can kill him and the dog with one hit. You're not even hurt. Like, it was like, then you get to the third form surprise. Yes, because like every good Mega Man game, your final boss is not just a one-form chump. No, He's coming no. back. Yeah, and in a room form. Yeah, Sigma's coming back with a vengeance. His head dismounts from his body, hovers to the center <laughs> of the room, and becomes part of the giant machinery that is his base. Yeah, and it's uh, got quite a few attacks. I mean, you've got the two kind of hand platforms moving around left and right. Yeah, now I would like to say that this room looks a lot like Majora's Mask. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't really played it much, but I do know what the mask looks like, so I can see it's that. It's got the like... weird rounded sides and the spikes coming out of it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, those hand platforms, it's like, you know, obviously his head's the weak point, and, mm-hmm. and ro- you have rolling to ride. shield is the one. Yeah, you got to ride a hand up there, but sometimes they shoot lightning out of the top and bottom. Which means that's when you jump onto the wall. Yeah. And as well, he can do these different, like he'll have a kind of a shooting attack. He'll shoot these energy balls down across the room. You can dash underneath them or a, or a brief long flame attack. Just keep away from it. It'll usually dissipate before it'll get to the wall. So you can just go to the edge and avoid it. I just tried to stay on the hands. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I did. I had a little trouble, but then, you know, the last time when I got here, I was like, oh my God, I killed both those guys for free basically so i can't lose now like like i was well, just had all the health yeah so i was like i'm just staying on those hands and the, when the lightning comes out the top it'll knock you off but if you're in the air it won't as you can correct back onto it so, so i just kept take the hit i just kept jumping and shooting rolling shields to go for the kill there and then honestly once you've dealt with that second form this guy's not hard at no all. no not yeah uh, i mean you can take a lot of damage here but the patterns are pretty forgiving whereas the other dude like ugh sucks but once you land that final blow you are treated to quite a wave of explosions yeah yeah a lot goes down and then a nice little cutscene ending i thought it was interesting that sigma yells out no it's not possible i'm a reploid that's poor, right poor sigma he didn't know and uh or did he so is he like the deckard oh maybe no he knows he's a reploid 
he just figures he thinks Reploids are superior, therefore they could not have been so you defeated. You think he's like the what's that Rutger Hauer or? Yeah, that's what he would be. Okay, I'm telling you. I think you I think you found figured it out. <laughs> now X somehow manages to get out of there, and uh, apparently you were on a giant floating island. Yeah, I was wondering if that was brought up at any point before no. this because I was like, oh, I you know, well, I whatever, mean, it's cool. It, you kind of feel that when you. The first Sigma level, remember you have to go on those platforms to get to that yeah, yeah. floating mountain area. So that's cool. But man, that thing explodes forever. Mega Man watches oh, it. Oh yeah, and it sinks down to the water. And mm-hmm. And then uh, a lot of final exposition. Like the war has yeah, ended and, and all the stuff. Pretty somber too, where he's yeah. like, Mega Man thinks of the lives lost. And it was like, whoa. He's like, he questions if he should have went to war. Was there another way? Where I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> and only his ex-buster will truly know whether... The battle is over. Yeah, no, and he's like, he knows there will be more in the future, like, where it's like, good God. Like, what a heavy heart. This is like Vietnam X or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was pretty intense. But then after that, you get a nice little set of credits, shows off all the bosses and what every creature was in every level. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get a full staff credits, even though they're fake, I guess. Yeah, the abbreviated names. But I, th- I was like, I thought we were past this, Capcom. And then you get a nice thank you for playing, presented by Capcom. Yeah. And classic. you may think it's over. You wait long enough, Sigma's face reappears. Oh, really? And he gives you one final message. What? Something like, it's not really over. He just has to find another body. A body strong enough to hold the power of Sigma. That's How long do you have to wait? I don't know, like some time. Okay. I'm just like, because I did wait for a decent, what I thought was like, all right, it's clearly not doing anything. And he gave up, but I was like, oh, a little stinger. Nice. Very nice indeed. All right, Nick, here we are in the final portion of our show, the review segment. And, of course, we use the classic Nintendo Power Review scoring system with four categories, each category having a possible score from 0 to 5, starting with graphics and sound. I give this a 4.5. And I gave it a 4.5 as well. Nice. I said it's almost perfect. Yeah. The charge noise, that is my only gripe. I, yeah, just like that and the backgrounds are a little meh. I mean, yeah. they're not bad by it's any like means. One strike on sound, one strike on visuals, but, and that's a tiny strike. That's yeah. the only thing keeping it from a 5.0. You're looking at some of the best music of not only Mega Man, of all, you know, some of the best Super Nintendo compositions. I love it, love it, I love it. Yeah, the graphics are crisp brilliant bright the sprites are so well animated so fun like i could just sit and stare at them for hours agreed next up is play control i give it a slightly lower score but still pretty high at 4.0 that's the same thing i gave it actually um again me i love the dash i can't get enough of it it is so good um i felt that the dash can be a little tricky to learn at mm-hmm. first, to get used to its distance and how it works in the air. Same with that wall climbing and jumping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But once you do, I mean, it's pretty much amazingly responsive. Well, and being able to weapon toggle and fill up your sub tanks and special weapons without... You know what I mean? I was like, you guys, thank you. Classing it up. They really knew what they were doing, and they did it quite well. All right. Now we have the challenge factor of the game. And I gave it a lowly 2.5. That's... Yeah. Same here. Um... I've, at first, I was like, you know, the bosses, you know, in previous Mega Man games, it was like you could kill a boss in three or four hits with some of these. Right. They're not that weak, but 
they're also not that hard. No. And uh, being able to refill your life in between the final stage, like that really takes a lot of the sting out of the final assault. So Definitely. I think this might be the easiest Mega Man uh, that I've played. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. Uh, and so many sub-tanks, so much health, and uh, like you said, the final stages are hard, but since you can leave and refill, they are way easier than any ones that have come before. Mm-hmm. And finally, Nick, we have theme and fun. Uh, I gave it a 5.0. As did I. Yeah. Um, I said that this is almost a perfect action platforming game. I, especially on Super Nintendo, it might be the best. It's, I mean, it's up there. Uh, maybe the best Mega Man. I don't know. It's I like, I'm like so many things about two more for its simplicity, but I can understand the argument for this being a better game. I know what you mean, man. It's, uh, I don't know. It's definitely up there, and I really think you know the X upgrades were an ingenious way to give you a little extra something to play with, you know, instead of just more powers, you know, cranking yeah. them out. And the fact that you can go back into the levels that you sometimes need to to get the things out of them. And every level is so unique, distinct, and fun. And just the theming of those bosses. Each one is so cool, has his own style, has everything, you know, different from the other bosses. Yeah. What's not to love? Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it starts to border on, like, Metroid-y backtracking, item searching. You know, I feel like, I don't know, if... If they would have kept taking steps in that direction with Mega Man, who knows where we'd be today. Yeah, this is definitely not a rental. This is one you want to own. Yes. And finally, Nick, I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway, should you play this game? You should, you should, you should. I said, duh, go play this game, but after you've played Mega Man 2. Yeah, I mean... You, you should know where a lot of this is coming from, and you should know how hard it can be once you mm-hmm. barrel your way through this right, amazingly right. fun game. Yes. Next week's game will be Clash at Demon Head for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of this game any way you can, grab your controllers, and play along, friends. And remember, guys, if there's any, or girls, if there's anything that I or Eric forgot or that you just want to tell us, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com and we will get back to you. I'm pretty sure we got at least one thing wrong in this episode. We usually I, do. So let us know. Yeah, yeah. And what's your order of, uh, you know, bosses in Mega Man X? You got a better one? Represent. Let us know. Let us know through that email, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Cart Command. You can let us know on the Facebooks at Cartridge Command. Please subscribe to the show with whatever podcasting device or app you're using, and tell a friend. It's you sharing this with your friends that <laughs> makes the podcast grow, and we like seeing more people listening. We're just a couple kuwangers trying our best, and we need all the help we can get. We do, and we do get a lot of help from our wonderful supporters on Patreon.com slash cartridge command they are all great not not a single kuanga among them not a single one it is their support that makes this show possible uh without them we would not have the financial means to keep this show running and get nick down into uh my wonderful city from his <laughs> distant lands so please give to us if you can but as always cartridge commandos game, game on, on. Yes, it is really good. Although I'm a Count Chocula man myself. I love them all. Even Booberry. I don't even, it's just, it's blue. I can't help myself. It's delicious looking. I know why Gargamel's after the Smurfs, okay? Fair enough. All right. It's blue. Are you ready? Yes, yes.